Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. Today, we're going to talk about, well, it's not really one of the things that bugs me that I hear a lot, but it's actually something I think a lot of us struggle with uh, as we're growing our businesses. And if you're online, if you're blogging, if you're creating, if you're a content creator of any kind, then I know that you have struggled with this. Okay. And here it is. How many times have you been told to create useful content? Dudes, this has been the bane of my existence, this whole idea of useful. And today I'm going to talk to you about the myth of being useful and how it pertains to all this content we're creating. And if you're not creating a ton of content, if you are just a product creator and you don't create any other content surrounding that, then uh, maybe this won't be useful to you. But in general, most people who run businesses these days do need to find ways of making themselves useful even when they're not selling. So what exactly does that mean? Okay, so first of all, let's just, this whole idea I was struggling with earlier this month. I was thinking about it. And actually, throughout the year, I honestly, I go back to the same idea over and over again. I'm like, hmm, Anne, are you really being useful? Was that episode really useful? And honestly, sometimes I'm like, I have no idea if it was useful. I don't know if that was useful to anyone. And it only takes... Uh, it actually often takes something like someone someone emailing me to say, thanks for that. I really needed to hear that today, whatever the case is. So sometimes you're not sure if something is useful or not, but you put it out there. It, you put it out there with the best of intentions. And so I want to help you because I've been in that space. How do I make the Fearless Launching show more useful? And I, I just want to give you another point of view on this on this whole make epic content, be useful. Well, what does that mean? How do you know when something's useful? So first of all, let's talk about the different ways that something can be useful, that your content can be useful. So A, it might solve a a specific tangible problem. And this is most definitely what you'll see if you write a lot of tutorials, a lot of how-to articles, these types of content are much easier to decide, okay, was that useful? Because you know that they solve specific issues. How to set up Google Analytics, how to use the power editor for Facebook ads, how to write or how to write and test headlines, even something like that, non-technical. So but in general, to those are the easiest ones to know. Am I being useful? Um, but there's also a few other ones. For instance, you can be considered being useful if you inspire and motivate action. So ask yourself, okay, so maybe this didn't solve a tangible problem, but maybe it inspired or motivated some action to, for or to that listener or reader. Um, that's always something I strive for, even when it is an, more of a how-to. But I, my own content tends to be on the side of inspiring, motivating, encouraging. 
Um, along with this, you might ask yourself, am I guiding people in a new direction, giving them a new perspective on an old idea? And that's also another one I like to, I like to, to kind of take on. Um, and this, these questions might actually help you create content in the first place, but they're certainly questions you can ask yourself if you're not sure if something you just created was useful. Uh, another, another, aspect of being useful is ask yourself, am I providing someone, am I providing someone with the mastery in a specific area of expertise? Did I teach them enough about launching so that they can now go off and launch themselves? That's, that's another thing. If you're providing them with mastery in your area of expertise, then you're, you're essentially teaching them how to fish so they can do it for themselves. But so with all these questions, that's great. Ask yourself those questions. Is it tangible? Are you inspiring or motivating? Are you guiding people in a new direction or highlighting a new perspective on a topic? Are you providing them with mastery skills, skills so that they can go off and do something themselves? Um, all those are great things to do and to know if you're being useful, but it's all a moving target. And this is where it gets crazy, people. This is where it gets super crazy. So how do we continue being useful? Because uh, obviously people change. <laughs> so, so, so this is, this is where we have to dig in and engage our audiences with various types of useful. So sometimes, okay, so not even, let's say, let's say we have a static group of people who don't change or grow, but we have to assume they will. But let's just say we have that same group of people at various times in their life and their day and their year, they're going to need different types of useful. So that means you can do a mix of tutorials. And if you do mostly tutorial solving specific tangible problems with those how-to articles or content or instruction, maybe you want to give them a guidance to look in a new direction, a, a different way to look at something that you talk about. Or maybe you want to inspire them or motivate them. So I do think it's important uh, in the case of being useful to to offer up and engage your audience with different types of useful because we're humans and we need different things at different times. And I feel like the definition of useful is actually something, whatever I need in any given moment. Um, also, it's important to ask people on a regular basis what is useful to them. Take the straightforward approach and ask people what is useful to you. Also, always think about the people who are joining the party for the first time. So this goes back to the when people join you or join your list or join your tribe or join your community of any kind or they become customers, they're at a specific place and in their learning life. You know, they're at a specific point in whatever you have to teach them. They may be complete beginners or they may jump in having already some some knowledge about the topic that you are talking about or your subject matter. Um, how many more disclaimers can I put in there? <laughs> um, but anyway, so you just always have to think about those people who are first joining the party and maybe think of the beginners and think about what they need, what's going to be useful to them. And this is, all of this is really about 
constantly asking, being curious, engaging, talking, emailing people, finding out what people need who are on your list. So being really cued in, cued and clued in to what your customers need uh, and what the people who have never purchased and may never purchase from you need as well. Uh, Because those will be two different things, two different definitions of useful. Um, Always try to remind people who've been around why they're there and remind them that you're growing with them and make the process of being useful, kind of a co-creation. Ask people what they want. Ask people what they need. This is all part of uh, how this plays out really comes. Big, uh, how, do, how do you even do this? It's just asking questions on, on social media, asking, sending emails to people who seem to interact with you a lot, whether it's by email or social media or some other way, or maybe you just know them personally. Um, also, just taking time to email people and follow up with people and have a nice sequence of emails where you touch base even with your past clients every six months or so to see where they are in their life or wherever they are in in their learning curve. Um, and, And that's where for me being useful comes in. It's knowing where people are because you have to meet people where they're at, which which means, again, you do have to get to know them and interact and engage with them. There's no way around that. And that ability to do that on a constant basis and in a natural way is what's going to help you launch over and over again. Because you're not being useful to anyone if you're launching something and it's like you didn't even ask what someone wanted or you have no idea because you haven't taken the time to try to find out. And you must uh, understand that these people are going to need different things at different times and you're only going to be able to connect so many dots. So, So meet people for the most part where they're at. If you've got people all over the place, that's fine that they're in your audience and they're they're at different points. There's going to be different things that you can offer to those different groups and um, people depending on what they need. Um, but also, I think it's important to understand that it is our job. It's my job. It's your job to prove that you're listening to your audience, that you're listening and that, you're, that instead of just merely solving the problem, you're listening And this is interesting because I was just reading, (laughs) mentioned this on another podcast interview, this, uh, that I just recorded, but I'm just reading the five love languages. And it's a book that really talks about the different ways that we, well, that we love and that we feel love. But I think that you can also look at it as a real, a study in interpersonal communications. And sometimes one of those one of those five love languages is actually presence. It's just showing up and listening, not trying to solve every single problem, but just listening because that builds trust and the feeling that you actually care about what they're going through. So you're not going to have all the answers. And I think that is okay. Sometimes I even get caught up in that in, when I'm running Fearless Launching and that I don't have all the answers. I know who to go to to get those answers and I try to give those resources, but I I definitely am uh, always trying to listen to what people need as opposed to 
always taking action because that's that's my challenge point. Even though I need people to listen to me, which is funny, and I always find people trying to solve problems for me. So think about that. Um, and then also, when you're trying to figure out what is useful, and you're trying to figure out, okay, well, Anne, everybody needs something at different points. Well, at points of their year, their life, their their business, how do I create content knowing that there's so many variables? Um, what I kind of think is, I think is the best way to go is really to think what's the most compelling thing that a large group of your audience know needs to know right now. If, um, if you don't know that, and if you're not talking to people at least once a month in some way who are current past clients, you may be losing touch with them. Uh, so it's important to not only, you know, when I say to reach out to people and get on Skype with them and find out what they want, I actually don't want you to say, what do you want me to make for you? I think the better way to go is to just ask them questions about where they are, what, what their business is. Just let them do all the talking. Don't, don't try to say that you're going to offer them something, but find out where they are as people in their lives. Let them share with you what they're going through. Let them, and that's where you're going to get their most, their biggest challenges. That's where you're going to get what they're struggling with. Not when you say, well, if I created an ebook, would you buy that? Because I think that's a huge mistake and we're missing the opportunity to have some connection with people. If you're running an online business, it's, it's can be very isolating. And you have to, that's like a big piece of a lot of the courses that do well, because I think that when people know that they're going to be listened to, when people know there's someone who's going to be caring about them, who's going to be there for them, even if it doesn't, even if a course doesn't completely fulfill their needs, if they know someone's going to be there, that could be the buying, the tipping point to help them make that buying decision. So try to take time every month to find a way to talk to the people in your audience who are past clients, current clients. Maybe do free calls every month. Maybe do a challenge every few months um, where you open up a free Facebook group and you do some sort of specific challenge related to what it is you do. I think those are great ways to build community. Also, if you have courses that are already running, do some sort of free calls with those people once a month to make sure you know what they are still struggling with. I think that is key. And I think that, you know, I, this wasn't, this doesn't need to go on and on and on and on. But I think that the whole point of being useful is, is really about this connecting with the people who we're trying to reach in the first place. If you're connecting with them, then there, of course, there's going to be a ton of different things people need, people are struggling with. But if you take a little bit of extra time, you will find those most compelling bits. And that's where you can start. Um, but don't be afraid to throw in content that isn't directly useful. Sometimes I'm thinking, 
I need mostly how to, how to set up this, um, ideas on strategy. But sometimes I like a good motivational new perspective on something, something that totally wipes, you know, maybe an idea that I had originally held. It, it, it breaks it open and I'm able to see something in a completely different light. I think that um, that is, that's the joy of creating. You don't have to always be super useful. I mean, I will admit that I've been on blogs before. I'm like, dang, this post and this post and this post, they just hit it and hit it and hit it. But then I realize they're just useful to me, but they're not necessarily useful to everyone. So, so in conclusion, let me just wrap this up. A, meet people where they're at and try to find the most compelling problems and challenges and places in their life and business where they need that encouragement or that how-to, that tangible solution. But also make sure to take time to get to know those people and keep knowing them over the months that either they work with you directly or they buy something from you. Keep getting to know them and find ways to make sure that you're connecting often. And then give people a mix of things that are useful. You're never going to get it. I mean, you might get it right sometimes, but you're not going to be right all the time. And remember that useful isn't just useful, meaning it solves a specific tangible problem. Sometimes a problem is that we're just overwhelmed. That's not tangible. I mean, you can break it down into tangible things, but Look for ways to vary how you're useful because we all need different things at different times. And useful, well, it just means fills a need. And that need can be varied. Um, Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a little bit different. I know, I know. But I've, I've had all these musings on my mind myself as I develop the content for the, for the new year. And I'm creating an editorial calendar for just to figure out, wh- just to give myself direction. Even if I change it, <laughs> I'll, I'll out myself on that. But I think as we're going into this new year, I think it's now is the time to start thinking, how am I being useful? So ask yourself the questions. And if you need help remembering what those are, just look below this episode, which is at ansamorelove.com. And you can head over there. If you're on iTunes, you can just click the link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this on the blog, just scroll down and Ask yourself those questions about the content that you're putting out. And you'll be surprised that maybe you are being more useful than you think you are. Have a great day. I will see you next week or I'll hear you next week or I'll talk to you next week. And if you have any questions, definitely send me an email at support at As always, if you're not subscribed to this podcast, head over to iTunes, look for the Fearless Launching Show or go to ansamoylove.com forward slash iTunes. You can also listen on Stitcher Radio. And of course, I would love a rating, a review, some stars, some love because I love me making some podcasts. So have a great rest of your day and I will chat with you soon.